0: Good evening, I'm Christian and welcome to this episode of After the Fact, where we get to see things more clearly, where we get a better sense of the truth. Let's begin by dissecting the news. The Philippine Central Bank released photos of a redesigned 1,000 peso banknote. It will be made of polymer and promised to be water and dirt resistant. But here's the catch Gone will be the images of three Filipino heroes during the Second World War Chief Justice Jose Abad Santos. Brigadier General Vicente Lim, and Josefa Escoda, who founded the Girl Scouts of the Philippines. They will be replaced by that of a Philippine Eagle, much to the disappointment of many who believe their heroism, that they chose death instead of supporting the Japanese invasion forces, should remembered and retold, not erased from collective memory. But after drawing plaque, the uh, Banco Central and Pilipinas clarified that the design of the new 1,000 peso bill is not yet final, DSP Governor Benjamin Diokno says the circulated photo was only a sample sent to the central bank for review. He says necessary corrections have already been made to the proposed design. Now be part of our discussion, send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANCAfterTheFact. Joining us tonight is Professor Ricardo Say, is the Philippines' foremost scholar on World War the Second World War in the Philippines and Asia-Pacific. Also with us is uh, Professor Chau-, Chau Chua, or Michael Charleston Chua, a professor of history at De La Salle University. Uh, good evening, professors, and thank you for joining us on the program.
1: Good evening, good evening Ian, and everyone who's watching.
0: Okay, I'd like to start with Professor Rosé. You're the foremost uh, military historian, specifically in the Second World War. We're even consulted by the Banco Central of Filipinas regarding this redesign of the 1,000 peso banknote, which they intended to replace the images of the three heroes, they intended to replace with that of a Philippine eagle?
1: No, I was not consulted at all. And uh, what came out in the news last Saturday was the National Historical Institute, which no longer exists, actually was also consulted. So I immediately wrote all my friends at the, now it's the National Historical Commission of the Philippines, all of them answered right away. And they said, we were not consulted at all. So apparently there were no historians who were consulted in this particular matter.
0: But uh, Governor Ben uh, this. said this had the go signal of the NHCP, what do no, you make of it that? Not.
1: It did not. Because not even the the chairman himself uh, he answered my email and said there was no there was no go signal the board did not discuss this so it, it didn't happen
0: okay let's go to, straight to the point what do you what do you say to this decision by the BSP to replace the images of the three Second World War martyrs with an image of a Philippine eagle.
1: I was very distressed by this, no? So it ruined my weekend, actually. Oh my God. Weekends weekends are supposed to be time when we rest because the whole week is busy with that teaching and everything. And when the news came up, that spoiled my whole weekend. I couldn't even sleep properly Saturday night. Uh, I was so angry. I was already composing my thoughts on how to write, what to write about this. These three individuals suffered, they paid with their lives for the country. And to replace them with the Philippine Eagle, the Philippine Eagle did not die for the Philippines. The Philippine Eagle had no historical significance. These three people who are in the 1,000 peso bill right now all stand for different aspects of Philippine society. General General Lim, the military, uh, Jose Abad Santos, the government. Uh, Jose Falianes Escoda for the civil sector and women. So in one bill, you have three people representing three different sectors of the Philippines, and you will just replace them with one eagle. And then all of these three were especially uh, exceptional Filipinos even before the war. Uh, Jose Falianes Escoda founded the Girl Scouts. Uh, Vicente Lim was the first Filipino graduate of West Point, career military officer. Jose Abad Santos was uh, excellent lawyer and in the secretary as secretary of Justice Chief Justice of the Philippines they were all career officials and during World War II rather than succumb to the Japanese rather than give up they fought back and they all paid with their lives and I to replace them with one eagle is not doing them justice it, that one thousand peso bill is a is a teaching tool by itself you know, just by looking at yeah. that you can see all these aspects of Philippine history represented there.
0: Okay, of course, on social media, we've seen uh, people also defending the Philippine eagle. The Philippine eagle is not to be blamed for this uh, for this controversy because the eagle itself has its own merit. Anyway, let's ask your professor uh, Chua. What do you what what do you think about this uh, decision by the BSP to to replace those images?
2: Thank you for inviting me. I'm honored to. Be interviewed by you and of course uh, with my professor, uh, Doctor Ricardo Jose. Uh first I I thought that this was of course uh, this was not new a new idea, because remember that uh, the presidents of the high the, the people in the money of the higher bills are political families. Uh, that, that that exists today. For example, the Sumenia for the fifty pesos, uh, Rojas for the one hundred dado Makapagal for the 200, the Aquinos for the 500. Uh, and, and a lot of people were actually thinking, is this giving you advantage in politics for these families? Uh, and that's why uh, even historians before were saying, maybe we can replace the political uh, personalities in the bill with national artists, for example. I think one prominent public historian suggested that to the Mali board before. And I think he he was open about it. So uh what what i'm saying here is it was not a new idea except that maybe the timing is quite questionable because uh, number one uh we all know that uh, someone is running and based on the numbers now might be president of the republic uh, and uh, it would be awkward for him to sign the 500 peso bill and of course i'm referring to ferdinand marcos junior with the 500 peso with the, uh, no, with the, uh, no, with Cory Aquino and Inoy Aquino. So the people are ex- speculating that this move is actually just uh, uh, one step. no? And we're just saying that, you know, we will replace everyone. And uh, we will just put that so that it will not be political. We'll just put uh, flora and fauna or whatever. But my, my, I, I am so concerned with this because. First, how far will they go no, in removing the personalities? Will they just remove the politicians? Jose Palianes Escoda, Vicente Lim, and Jose Abansatos were not politicians. They, they were martyrs. No? Uh, and, and the bad thing about it is also these three people who gave so much for the country, these, are, these three people, we still do not have their graves. We do not even have their graves. But we do not know where they are. So what I'm saying here is, now how far will they go? Will they also remove Jose Rizal? Will they also remove Andres Bonifacio, Apolinario Mabini? That 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 would be not, that would not sit well because we all, we always had Rizal for the longest time. He he represented the Philippine peso. So how far will they go if they start this? So that's that that is what I was thinking.
0: Okay, Professor Jose, in terms of picking whose image will land on a banknote, usually. Uh, are you aware of the process uh, in terms of consultation uh, previously with the National Historical Institute, for instance? Before someone, a hero, gets his face on a banknote, process
1: Some of the faces were already there even before World War II. When you look at the Philippine banknotes before World War II, I think Mobini was already there, Bonifacio was there. Of course, Jose Rizal. It's almost automatic that Rizal is there. Uh, after the the other figures were Magellan and some others, Americans. So after the war, we replaced them with Filipinos. Now, I, for a long time, one of the uh, members of the Banco Central Board was a Philippine historian. Now, he has passed away, unfortunately. But he c- kind of uh, lent ra- reason to their choices, tried to give some 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 uh, authenticity to who they chose now most of those in the bills are former presidents now if you look at let's say u.s money or japanese money or singapore money they do have politicians there but they also have cultural icons you also have heroes uh, former generals yes uh, but uh, not all of them were necessarily prime ministers or presidents. You would have other historic figures. Now, how the BSP decides, I'm not sure what the procedure is. There is a board. I think they decide. But the the, uh, the there used to be a member who was very historically conscious. So I'm not sure if anyone is there who has some historical consciousness, actually, at this point. Whether they should consult with the National Historical Commission or not, I'm not sure if that's part of their uh, their process but i think it should be part of it because the national historical commission is the official government agency that looks into historical matters
0: okay. professor chua in the first place, uh, they were um, they were planning to make use of a supposedly better material for the banknotes right so this was the first of that uh, of that uh, batch uh, right. i suppose mm-hmm. but in terms of do- in doing so was there even a need to redesign the banknote itself
2: of course not there's no need to redesign uh, they can still use the backnotes now, and, and 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 in fact, they have redesigned a lot already since this uh, new generation backnotes came out. You know, they uh, the the color. Some of the color. Some of the people are saying that the color is confusing, so they they made some of the color brighter for some of the bills. And they they made the the numbers uh, bigger than the than the first edition. So. Uh, they have made these changes without changing who's the person there. So uh, I guess they, they can also do that uh, uh, without changing. And uh, I really do not know. It, it, I don't know if it was meant to shock people, to, 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 to actually show this and really get if the people would you know, would swallow it or would, would accept it. So uh, I guess they have the reasons why they, they put out that, uh, that uh, poster.
0: Okay. Uh in terms of money, of course natin even in other countries some uh, famous people uh, are immortalized in banknotes. Here in the Philippines, are you aware of any standard that they follow? Because on one hand, th- this can also be seen as political if you put the face of a president there, especially if a lot of people don't think that that president deserves to be immortalized in a banknote. But generally speaking, uh are you aware of any standard that is followed? Uh Professor Jose
1: well i think uh, presidents are there but it's uh, I, I would wonder why for example you do not have aguinaldo on any of the bills was he controversial i think he was first president uh, so aside from the presidents we do have national heroes so i think the national heroes are fairly easy to identify as uh, Rizal, mabini bonifacio the presidents are also fairly easy but but notice that how some of the presidents are not on the bills you don't have magsaysay right of Garcia we don't have Kirino for example so what is how the decision was made to skip these people or even Jose Laurel for the second republic so who makes the decision or what the parameters are that I'm not sure but should
0: that should that be clarified or fix the process that they follow
1: yes I think it should be transparent I think everybody should be allowed to see what goes on
2: okay Uh, Okay. I can remember. I can clearly remember, Christian, that when just Macapagal's Makapagal's face in the money came out, for the two hundred. I think that was in two thousand and two, after the assumption of Gloria Arroyo, and even the design was that at the reverse of that uh, of that bill, which was part of what we call the BSP new series, uh, the, the 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 predecessor of this uh, uh, um, new generation banknotes. Uh, the the reverse side was EDSA-DOS. and that's why if you're going to see yes the selection, uh, which shall we say that some of the selection of the paper money that we have of political we have to remember that I, I believe that Rojas is there because of the Banco Central, ng Pilipinas, because that is the institution that uh, makes the money. Okay, then of course uh, for the new series new DSP new series that that. Uh, that They used to, I think, in 1985, they were planning to put Ferdinand Marcos, who was still very much alive, in the 500 peso bill. Uh, That was the proposal. And, uh, of course, Edsa Revolution happened. And so what happened was because of the euphoria of people power and, of course, the uh, public acclamation that uh, Benigno S. Aquino Jr. was a hero, he was placed. Uh, in, a, in, a, in the bill. And, of course, you can say that that is political because the president at that time was President Kobe Aquino. But there was public acclamation, and not so many people really minded that he was in the bill. In fact, at that time, there was euphoria that, uh, we, we, uh, that we are proud of ourselves because of people power. And we were proud of the symbol of Ninoy Aquino and, and, and what uh, he did for the country, uh, sacrificing himself at the airport parma. So, uh, of course, uh, things change, and that's why some people. And, and because we all know that uh, the motivation, perhaps, was really to avoid the uh, avoid uh, the politics. Now that uh, is happening is that uh, they wanted, of course, to eventually replace the 500 peso bill because a lot of the people now, because of politics, are want, uh, they want to replace. The people there in the 500 pesos bill. So that is, I, I think that is the reason why there is this move. I, I really don't know. I'm just, of course, I'm just speculating. Okay, but Professor Risa. Okay, Professor
0: Let's talk about the implications. If the BSP uh, ends up indeed replacing the images of the three Second World War heroes, Filipino heroes, with the, the image of a Philippine eagle, what do you think will be the implications and this and the message that would be sent to the people?
1: I think the implication is that we will uh, look less at our history. We will have less reason to be proud because we don't We remove these martyrs, we remove these heroes. Uh, The currency is one way of honoring prominent people in one country. So the fact that you see them almost every day when you use the bill is one way of remembering who they are. It also serves as a teaching tool. Of course, teachers can show the bill and uh, show that So if they are removed, to me, that would be a slap on the face of these heroes themselves. I I felt that uh, these heroes are probably turning in their graves and they might might be wondering what happened, what what has happened to the country. And uh, uh, again, these symbols that we have here are historic, they're heritage. uh, They are people that uh, serve as examples that the youth can emulate and follow. And teachers can always stress these are people who you should look up to. They are the epitome of patriots and all of this. So if you take them out, I think that will be that shows how how lax we are or how how we look down on history, how we no longer are how we no longer are, uh, prize our, our, our heroes. So to me, that's a very sad thing that uh, we okay. are projecting our past.
0: Okay, let's introduce the three heroes uh, to our viewers, because I think this is also an opportunity for them to get those, uh, to get the, to know these people much better, even if the trigger was quite unfortunate, the the the, the push to replace their images. As again, Professor, I'll, I'll start with you. Jose Abad Santos, why is it very important? And why was he put there in the first place? How crucial was uh, were, her, were his contributions uh, during the Second World War?
1: Yeah, Well, the three of them have one thing in common, and that's not that they all died as a result of their conviction. They did not give up their conviction. So that's the general statement that they placed country and countrymen above all at the expense of their own lives. So if you look at Jose Abad Santos personally, he he excelled even before the war. So he was from San Fernando, Pampanga. He his elder brother, uh, Pedro Abad Santos, actually fought in the revolution. He was uh, he f- he fought against the Spaniards, against the Americans. So Jose Abad Santos was in contact, direct contact with his hero. He had this uh, hero in the family. He studied in the states. He was a pensionado. When he came back, he entered government. He was in the justice department, and uh, he when when the Governor General in the 1920s did something that was, uh, that that tended to downplay Filipino participation. Jose Abad Santos resigned his cabinet position. Rather than stay up there under this American Governor General who was maligning Filipinos, he resigned out of protest. That shows you that his his, uh, character was so strong. And then in the 1930s, he rose up, he became a member of the Supreme Court, And when the war broke out, Kezon appointed him as Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. He was actually, Kezon would be evacuated to Australia and to the US, and he would be designated by Kezon as kind of acting president. And so he could act in Kezon's name. And the Japanese captured him in Cebu. And he refused to collaborate with them. He was the top government official at that time. He was acting president and the japanese tried to force him to collaborate they uh, said you can we will give you whatever post you want and so forth and instead he said no i am not going to help you i'm going to stick to my principles and the japanese shocked him for that so he took his death uh, in stride now his son was with him and his son was uh, crying all the time but he told his son uh, while i'm sentenced <laughs> to die i'm i'm going to give my life and i'm giving my life gladly because this is a chance that not people, not many people are given. It's a chance to die. It's a chance to die for country, and I'm doing this willfully, willingly.
0: Okay, Professor Chua, how about uh, Josefa Escoda? Uh, you're in mute. Chum. Uh
2: Josefa Llanes Escoda, as we know, was the um, the founder of the Girl Scouts of the Philippines, and what she was doing, she was already very active before the war. In uh, philanthropic uh, works, uh, charitable works. Uh, but uh, what happened was during the war, she risked her safety by collecting uh, food and supplies so that she could bring them to the uh, POW camps, to the internment camps, so that uh, people will not lack food there. So, and because of these kinds of activities, coordinating people, and all of this and helping the resistance. She was uh, arrested by the campaign Thai. And uh, it was said that she was she, she was seen last seen, I think in FEU or in Port that whatever it was, he she uh, it was said that she was executed along with other people uh, at the Chinese cemetery. We do not know if that is true, but uh, she was not found after that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Unmarked. Pain, no. Yes.
0: Okay. Professor Jose, how about um, General Vicente Lim?
1: Yes, uh, Vicente Lim is important because he was the first Filipino to graduate from West Point. Uh, After he graduated, there was no Philippine Army yet. So Mm -hmm. he became an officer of the Philippine Scouts. He became a very distinguished officer of that uh, unit. And when the Philippine Army was created in 1935, he uh, he joined the Philippine Army, Uh, he was probably the only Filipino who actually graduated from the U.S. Command and General Staff College. So he had very professional military training. So by 1940, 1939, he became deputy chief of staff, which was the second highest position in the Philippine Army. And when the war, just about when before the war broke out, he moved out of headquarters and commanded a division, the 41st Division. He didn't want to be a desk general. So he fought in Bataan. And the 41st Division distinguished itself because it held the line, especially in the front line, the first line. It did not fall at all. The Japanese tried to break it, and his men held. These were Batangueño, South, South Antigua people from Laguna, uh, Cavite, Palawan, Mindoro. And they, he mobilized them. He was able to inspire them to fight. So the division fought till the end. And after, after but surrendered. He joined the guerrillas. He was being watched by the Japanese, but he tried to coordinate the guerrillas from within Manila. Eventually the Japanese wisened up to that and arrested him, they captured him. And like Josef Alianez Escoda, he was never found again. He was brought to Fort Santiago. Again, he was seen in Far Eastern University and after that he just vanished. So uh, he was one of our most promising, if not maybe our most promising uh, army officer at that time. He would easily have become chief of staff had the time been right but we lost him during the war so
2: basically and, and Dr. Jose, I would like to add that he also represents the contributions of the Chinoy community yes. to Philippine history
1: right,
0: right. True. and of course uh the first Filipino American uh, graduate of the West Point a very yeah. prestigious uh, military Academy yes. I understand they also had to uh, deal with a lot of discrimination at that time him yeah. being uh the first Filipino
1: Yes, right. of course West Point was very socially or very racially discriminatory right he was even given the name cannibal because uh, they looked at him as a savage but he withstood all of that and he graduated with, uh, with uh, he graduated he, he finished the course with flying colors.
0: Now these are the uh, the stories of heroism they're factual indeed that would be uh, left to that might be forgotten further because of this uh, decision by the BSP to remove them on the back door. Is that correct? Yes, that's very true.
2: Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm you, sorry, Christian, okay. I'd Go just ahead. like to add that it. I don't know. I, I, of course, I do not want to be conspiratorial here. But we also know that uh, there were uh, attempts to forget the World War II history, Dr. Rasay, right? Because recently, we all know that the, the Filipino a uh, filipino monument for the comfort women mm-hmm. was asked uh, to be removed formally huh, by the japanese government okay. and the filipino filipino government relented so i don't know i i, I hope this is not the case but uh, if we are going to see this uh, act and this act about the money uh, this might yeah really we 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 might forget the lessons of war that there should no more no be no more water. And that we should be compassionate
0: with each other. Sige, pausapan natin yan. Uh, because I don't think that's an isolated opinion of yours. Eh. May mga nag-iisip talaga ganyan eh. That, that, that is a fear by, by a good number of people. Sige, Professor Jose, yes. d- d- do, you, do, do you buy that? Or somehow, is it a convincing argument that perhaps there's an effort, uh, systematic or sustained, to somehow deodorize the Japanese occupation? The atrocities committed there? Kung medyo pabanguhin yung dark face of our philippine history at
1: that time in a sense i think there is but how much well one, yeah. one, 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 one uh, one reason for this is because japan has been a very good uh supplier of official development assistance economic aid and all of this but i don't think that should be any reason for us to forget our heroes or to deodorize the past yeah. uh, you look at singapore for example singapore has monuments and they have uh, signs saying this was the Kempeitai headquarters during the war, the military police. This is where the massacre took place of the Singapore Chinese. They're very proud of that, and the Japanese have tried telling them to tone down. But the Singaporeans stood up and said, "No, this is part of our past. We're not going to, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to uh, change this. This is our history." So I think that should be our perspective in this case. Now. If we are shown, if we are seen as being bowing to whoever wants us to change our past, that will only show us, that will only show the others that we don't have a backbone, that we we don't really stand by our own heroes.
0: Okay. Uh, and Professor Chua, I think uh, in closing, this is also the time when people should be reminded of their heroes instead of uh, being made to forget them by removing those images and markers even perhaps, no?
2: I am sad because the predecessor of this uh, series of bills, the new BSP series, had history both at the front and the back. You have the personality of history, and then of course the historical event or the historical uh, landmark or whatever. But what happened was with the new uh, with the new uh, generation banknotes, they removed the history at the back, put it all in the front, very little detail. But now they want to erase everything. Uh, and also, you all know that uh, K, uh, in the K-12 curriculum, Philippine history was removed in high school. So, And then we nagre tayo, Christian, na nakakalimutan na ng mga kabataan, na, naniniwala na agad sa pambabaluktot sa kasaysayan. What is the state doing? Diba? Yun lang naman. Diba?
0: Okay. Professor uh, Shao Chua and Professor Ricardo Jose, Thank you very much for joining us tonight on the program, gentlemen. salamat po. Thank you.
2: Thank
1: you very much.
0: And before we take a break, here's how social media users reacted to the redesigned 1000 peso banknote. One user tells the Philippine Central Bank, "If something is not broken, don't fix it." Others call out the timing of the changes attempts to revise history run rampant in the country. For some netizens, Governments should retain the heroes in the banknote and instead honor the Philippine Eagle by keeping it alive. We're going to take a short break after the fact will be right back.